Thanks for tuning in to today's Daily Drive with Lake Point Church, a daily dose of God's Word for your morning drive. When the Word, not the world, becomes the majority of your week, your life will start to change. For that reason, our prayer is that God will speak to you through today's devotional. For more digital content to feed your faith, visit lakepoint.church slash daily drive. And now let's dive into today's devotional. Hey, hope you're having a great day. My name is Mike, and we hang here Monday through Friday on the Daily Drive for just a few minutes. So thanks for tuning in, and thanks for sharing this podcast. It's one of the highlights of my day uh, to get to hang with people like you. Uh, this week, we've been asking the question, what's it take to be great in Jesus' eyes? And we've been unpacking the life of a guy Jesus referred to as the GOAT, the greatest of all time. His name was John, and he was a refreshingly different dude who prepared the way for the arrival of Jesus onto the scene. He talked about the coming of God's kingdom. He called people to repent and turn back to God. He baptized tons of people, including Jesus. He spoke out against hypocrisy, against injustice, and all of that landed him in prison at age 30. And we've been trying to put ourselves in his shoes, and we've, we've been talking about how truly great people like John, are just content to be who God uniquely created them to be. They just want to become God's best version of them. And great people, they go low and they lift high. They're other-centered. Like John, they say, I must decrease and Jesus must increase. And they're also so close to God that they can be totally honest with him, like John does from prison. They can just bring their doubts, their confusion, their fears, their pain, whatever, and land on the truth of God's character. And just one more thing today as we wrap this up. You see, when life gets tough, and as, as it does and will for all of us, you just get honest with God and maintain a grateful trust because truly great people, people like John, also stand strong knowing eternity is theirs. I saw, I saw a t-shirt one day on a college campus. A kid was walking toward me, and on the front of the t-shirt it said, live, and there was some fine print underneath that I couldn't read. Then he walked past me, and on the back it said, die, with some fine print. So I thought, I got to see what that says. So I Circle back around, and, and the shirt said this, live like you'll die tomorrow. Die knowing you'll live forever. And John lived that way. He was willing to live a life so full of purpose and passion that if he had to die for the kingdom of God, he was okay with that. He reasoned if Jesus, the Lamb of God, was going to die for him and make a way to heaven for him, then there was no holding back the intensity of his love and gratitude. I'm confident that if we could interview John in heaven right now, he would assure us that following Jesus with wholehearted devotion is absolutely worth it and that he would do it all again in a heartbeat. You might remember the reminder that Jesus sent back to him in prison where Jesus said, God blesses those who do not turn away because of me. And John would have to hold on to those words more than he knew. Y'all ever watch Dateline? My wife loves it. You know the show I'm talking about where there's always the creepy husband who's living a double life? Well, the final chapter of John's life plays out like an episode of Dateline, complete with tangled relationships, lustful passions, political intrigue, drunken decisions, violent murder, unresolved guilt. Herod was a Jewish politician who oversee this particular geographic region in the Roman Empire. He had dumped his own wife and stolen his brother's wife. The historian Josephus says this marriage of Herod and Herodias happened while he was on a journey to Rome. On the way, he stays at his brother Philip's house, sleeps with his wife, agrees to dump his wife, and Herodias dumps his brother, and they live 
sinisterly ever after. Well, John speaks into this moral corruption, calls him out as the so-called leader of God's people, tells him what the two of them had done to his wife and her husband and his brother was wrong. So to shut him up for a while, Herod has him thrown in prison. Now, while Herod didn't appreciate the hard truth John told him about his depravity, he was intrigued by John's deep character and courage. There was something about this uniquely bold guy from the desert that Herod kind of secretly admired. Now, Herodias, on the other hand, couldn't stand John. Her attitude was, who does this long-haired, locust-eating, camel-skin, hippie freak think he is telling royalty how to live? So she wants to kill him, but she can't pull it off without Herod's approval. And Herod respected John, even liked to listen to him speak, could sense that there was a different kind of godliness about him. Well, her, her chance comes on Herod's birthday. They throw this big party. Anyone who was anyone was there. The wine is flowing. His daughter comes in and does this some kind of sexy dance that gets Herod and his buddies excited. So when he's turned on and tanked up, this creepy old man says to her, ask me for anything you like and I will give it to you. He even vowed, I will give you whatever you ask up to half my kingdom. It's crazy how our out-of-control appetites make us forsake all sound reason, right? She goes out and asks her, her mother, what should I ask for? Her mother, Herodias, says, well, ask for the head of John the Baptist. So the girl hurries back to the king and tells him, I want the head of John the Baptist right now on a tray. And it says this in Scripture, the king deeply regretted what he had said. But because of the vows he had made in front of his guest, he couldn't refuse her. So he immediately sent an executioner to the prison to cut off John's head and bring it to him. The soldier beheaded John in prison, brought his head on a tray, and gave it to the girl who took it to her mother. When John's disciples heard what had happened, they came to get his body and buried it in a tomb. You say, man, what a tragic end. And to be sure, it appears to be. But you see, when John's disciples came to get his body, they didn't get John. He had already slipped out of that prison, already slipped out of that body, and into eternal life. You see, when you unconditionally trust God, when you know that the cross and the empty tomb have made a way for you to live forever, then you'll live like you'll die tomorrow, and die knowing you'll live forever. You no longer fear death, and when you're no longer afraid to die, you're no longer afraid to live. You're free to take faith-filled risk and step out courageously and live with passion and purpose and boldness. Hebrews chapter 11 lists all kinds of people like John who were defined as great in God's eyes because of their faith. They stepped out and followed God's lead. They picked up and moved without knowing all the details. They opened their mouth and stood before pharaohs and kings and lions. They refused to get too comfortable here because they were looking for an eternal city. And it says, as far as greatness is concerned, that this world was not worthy of them. Now, they might not have had all the notoriety, all the acclaim, all the applause, the magazine covers, the social media followers, riches and clout, but they were truly great because they stood strong, immovable in their faith with one eye on eternity. Can I just challenge you today like God's been challenging me? Use your life, like John, to prepare the way of the Lord. We're only here for a little while. Become God's one-of-a-kind limited edition, knowing that He takes great delight in watching you be you. Live with great humility, always looking for ways to go low and lift high and, and build such a close friendship with God that you know you can always be honest with Him, no matter what happens, no matter how you feel. And then, like John, 
Stand strong and live your life with an eye on eternity. And when all is said and done, somebody just might look at your life too and say, now there's a pair of shoes I'd like to walk in. Hope you have a great day. Hope you have a great life. See you next time. Thanks for tuning in today. For more biblical teaching and worship, join us for our Church Online Live Weekend services on Saturdays at 6 p.m. and Sundays at 9.30 and 11 a.m. Central Standard Time. Also, if this podcast was helpful to you, would you be sure to rate, review, and share this podcast to help get the word out? For more information about all digital ministries of Lake Point, visit lakepoint.church slash daily drive. Thank you.